following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it is a terrific Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco. By week for the Cowboys, but much to talk about as we get you started here. After a big win over the Eagles on Sunday night, 37-10, to and the Cowboys sitting pretty in first place in the NFC East. Would you say they're sitting pretty there, Mickey? Sitting pretty? Well, precariously. They're sitting pretty after winning. Well, this season would be very precarious if they had not won on Sunday. They're well, by, they're up by one game. They're up by one game, but are, are you seeing what's happening in Philadelphia right now? They're just going down the tubes. Well, that locker room is fractured. Yeah, <laughs> as we saw on Monday Night Football, though, this league is a week-to-week proposition. Yeah. You could be riding high like those New York Jets, and then. Right back down to earth. Yeah, Does that boy. just like make you sick to your stomach? <laughs> Could you sit through that whole thing, Mickey, last night? A thirty-three to nothing, a New England win. By the way, the Patriots now have uh, of their seven wins, three of them they've scored thirty-three points in. That's got to be the first time in NFL history that a team has scored thirty-three points in three games in a season. That aside, Mickey, what could... scumbags did they beat? Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, scumbags. <laughs> Gosh. It's kind of the same schedule the Cowboys are playing. I know. <laughs> Except for one game <laughs> that they lost, that they beat. That the, I can't even say it. He threw four interceptions, Sam Darnold, uh-huh. and he finished with a 3.6 quarterback rating. How did he get to 3.6? Maybe yeah, he also lost a fumble too. Maybe yeah. it was the eleven completions out of 31, 32 attempts that lost make you sick, Brian. Watching it, it should back make last them night. sick. I think that what's going to happen in the way the season, we're all veterans of this. They're probably going to win a game they probably are not supposed mm-hmm. to win. You know, you lose a game you probably shouldn't have won. I re- I agree, and they were I, missing a lot of guys in that game. Yeah, too. I've seen. So we're I've seen it right now. Yeah, I've seen New England. Go out and lay a big egg before. I mean, they have mm-hmm. it this season. Of course, they're seven and zero. I think the make the thing that makes New England unique is how they're able to adapt to who they are and who you are every week. You know, like, like the Sa- Super Bowl last yeah, year. Yeah, you know, Sam Darnold talked about. Well, the Cowboys are what they are. They play single high. You kind of understand what they are. And then we start to hear about the stories of oh, I'm seeing ghosts and things like that. You know, and I think that. In the NFL, you have to be able to adapt to who you are and then who the other team, who your opponent is. I don't think the Cowboys adapted to themselves very well in the Jets game for all the injuries they had. You know, we've been talking about that, hey, need this guy to play well, need this guy to play well, need this guy to play well. And, you know, I feel like, though, that 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 really was the downfall. In this season, I mean, I was asked about this on Austin Radio this morning. And it's like, what do you make of all these games? What have you learned from each game? 
And I felt like I learned, and we maybe on the mailbag too, the question was, what did yeah. I learn or, about or, this team? Or who is this team? Who is this team? Yeah. And I learned that they could play defense for 60 minutes against the Saints. I learned they could turn the ball over horribly against the Packers. You know, And I learned that, that if their good players don't play well, they could lose against an inferior team. Or they can go out and find a way to put everything completely together, offensively, defensively, and special teams, manage the game, manage the clock, and get an impressive win against a division rival. So it, it's, it's a – I see what the Patriots have done for so many years and how they operate – and I'm surprised that more teams don't try to do that. And I'm not talking about the deflating of footballs or spying on an opponent or whatever edge you need. I'm surprised that more people haven't tried. You know, You're talking game, strategically yeah, from strategically, week to week? strategically week to week, game planning week to week. They give up a second-round pick for a slot-wide receiver. That, you know, just here, they, you, know, they, they, you feel like, man, they've got a roster that's set. You know, they've, got, they've got a great defense. They've got all this stuff. And you know, but it's they they did to they did to the to the New York Jets what the Cowboys should have done, but the Cowboys didn't have their players and they didn't play well enough. Their good players did not play well enough for them to win that game. So I understand it. I understand because I like I say we're gonna be sitting here one day on the show and we're gonna be talking about a victory we didn't think they were gonna get that they're going to get. And uh, what Brian is alluding to there with the Patriots in the aftermath of their 33 to nothing win last night, they have worked a trade with the Atlanta Falcons yeah, acquiring Mohamed Sanu. Sanu, yeah, uh, he got a big slot receiver yeah, now. And they, gave up, and they gave up a second-round draft pick for right, him. So, right. So on the heels of that, they're not, they're not satisfied. I went and looked at their roster, Yeah. and you know how many wide receivers, they veteran-wide, I mean, these are guys who have NFL playing experience, not some college free agent coming in. Yeah. Since the start of training camp, how many wide receivers they have had on their roster? It's thirteen, yeah, and they've had eleven tight ends. Yeah, I mean they're just they're just running through them. Just okay, no, Demarius Thomas, no, you go play for the Jets. Yeah, you know, all these guys, they're just running through, yeah. trying to come up with Antonio a Brown. They even, Antonio he, Brown was all, another one. With all his headache, they they said, hey, we'll pay you, we'll send, we'll do what we have to do, you know. And I, I know, I mean, to me, it's 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 a model because of what you've seen consistently but I, I think we focus on this team you know we focus on what they need to do and it's been so wild wildly inconsistent this first half of the season that I think it's hard to say you know and, and I wrote down this thing I wanted to ask you guys oh well, give me something that I can hang my hat on for the second half of the season give me something give me you know can you tell me something that Okay, is is wildly as inconsistent as they be, but give me something I can hang my hat on that I know that the second half I can I can I can live with. Is there something out there that you guys have thought about that as you kind of look back at this team and well, I, the way the offensive line played in this last game, I think is what they're capable of week to week and with the exception of probably the Saints game when they've had all their pieces all those guys up front I still feel really good about what they can do controlling the line of scrimmage. And Jerry said it on the radio this morning. That's probably the best game he's seen Lyle Collins play as a Cowboy. And I expect him to just get better and better. Um, they've, they've talked about that. Jason Garrett's talked about how he's just kind of grown in that in that role as at tackle. So I, I, I still think, and that's the identity of this team, and I think it's still there moving forward. Although they're going to face some good defenses going down the stretch, no question about that. 
What are you thinking, Mickey? I'm what can you hang your hand on? It's still thinking. It's a good question because Brian's right. They've <laughs> won games and they've lost games in different ways. So you, it's hard. Yeah, but to, how did they? Uh, it's what, hard to look at it and draw trends to you know. Why did they lose the game to the Jets? Because Sam Darnold scored twenty four points on them. Yeah, there were no turnovers. Yeah, right. If you make a field goal, you scored twenty five points against them, right. which should have been enough well, to right, win. But, right, but they did a better job against the run in that game. And yeah, they didn't do a so, good job well, against if you the gotta, Packers. If, so, no, you can't say it's the same every week. Well, it was. It's, no, the it's quarterback not. They lost in different ways. That, the quarterback exactly. beat you. Exactly. And he ended up with a 3.6 quarterback rating. And Aaron Jones beat you the week before. The guy was seeing ghosts. That's that's the difference, well, is and, that and, they put it together no, last and, week. Aaron Rodgers beat you. Believe me. And, and keep in mind that the Jets last week were in the same boat with their offensive line in a worse boat than what the Cowboys were the week before. Yeah. They didn't have their left tackle last night. Their center went out halfway through the game and they were playing they're playing with a rookie playing at right tackle going up against the New England Patriots and that defense. And then what you did think, they you do? You think though? the quarterback was was seeing ghosts about What, what their, was the difference alignment. though? They blitzed them, right? Yep. They put pressure on them. They yeah. took advantage of the mismatch that right. they had. Exactly. Yeah. Not to yeah. talk Pats, so, but the sorry, Brian. No, no, the, the, the other thing that the, we talk about Tom Brady, but there was a stat from what I watched last night. They have 18 picks this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most since the turnovers since have been incredible. The 96 yeah. Packers that you were part of that yeah. organization. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see what happens with this team too. If you can get some takeaways, and you can't ask for four a game, probably, but. It makes such a huge difference in deciding games. And I don't know how many the Saints had in their Super Bowl season in 09. Oh, yeah. They had a bunch of – They had like Sharks and something yeah, takeaways. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's and, incredible. And the Patriots are doing the same thing. And so Patriots have what they have on offense, and then they're, they're going to do that on defense too. And, and, and again – they six of their seven wins are against teams that have combined for about seven wins all year. Can I so. circle back with you, Mickey? On mm-hmm. the so the the Jets game, I, I tried to pin it more on guys. They're good players not stepping up. The the guys, the receivers, and you know, well, and then the, the receivers the, and the quarterback. But you had two of them missing. Yeah, no, but I meant I meant I meant Gallup. Yeah, I meant Gallup. Oh, in okay. That way. Well, and, Gallup, yeah. And so, but then is this? But but just listening to you talk. Did they did they get did they not game plan defensively the right way to well, defend this guy? I, I mean, all I know is they had a quarterback in his second year that hadn't played in a month, right? And in in and when you look at it, you got to put pressure on them. Mm-hmm. You got to go after them, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. Right. They basically rushed with four guys the mm-hmm. majority of the game, and they weren't getting there. Right. And they allowed him to complete 23 of 32 passes for 338 yards. Right. He had a quarterback rating of 113.8. Right. He was 3.6. All right. So with, with Mickey's, Mickey's thought, then they've lost games all different ways now. They've lost it with, they've lost it with their inability to score touchdown against – or kick a field goal against the Saints. Yeah, they actually the Packers, kicked a field goal against the Jets too when it came yeah. down to well, it. Right, but if you think about okay, I wasn't going to pin the loss, the, the the Jet loss on the coaches, but I think Mickey makes a fair point. If you don't go, if you don't go after, if you don't go after him and cause problems, then you get what you deserve. They really didn't blitz in that game. No, Mick's so right if, that, if, if Mickey, if Mickey, if if you if you're buying into Mickey's thought, which is not wrong. 
you know, I was thinking, okay, they had some guys that didn't play well enough. Those backup guys that we kind of thought, okay, they need these guys to play better. They needed uh, maybe you know Cam Fleming needed to play better. And Mickey's been kind of talking about the whole thing with Cam Fleming. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. You know, so maybe maybe me thinking, well, Cam Fleming's got to play better. Well, maybe he's not capable of playing better. But these coaches got to feel like that they got to be capable of coming up with a game plan that can that can affect quarterbacks that can affect a quarterback a second year quarterback that's coming off being gone for three weeks you know yeah so so maybe there's maybe there's more problems than that maybe there's more problems than you know I'm not saying I mean the Philadelphia win was great because I felt like they put everything together put everything together yep. but but the fact like I'm saying I just I'm trying to find something that I can hang my hat on the second half and is, I don't know what it is. is there's not one thing that you can point to that you feel like well, Mickey's now. Yeah, old, I, Mickey, I, I, I've got one. Mickey's now. Well, excuse this me, is, but but you've opened it up to me to think. Well, can you hang? Not. Can you hang your hat on these coaches? Oh uh, yeah. Can you hang? Can you can you rely on them to come up with a plan like they did against the Philadelphia Eagles every week? Is this some or was that something just a one time thing? I mean, you 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 were somewhat hamstrung with your cornerbacks in the Jets game. Sure, but you. You know, offensively, despite their shortcomings, they they had 400 yards total offense. Yeah, and and, and they and they could have scored 25 points. That should have been enough, and it wasn't. And and when you see that guy play the way he did last night, oh my God! Well. And you know what? And those intercepts, <laughs> half of those interceptions weren't great defensive plays. No. He was just chucking it up. Yeah. He did chuck it up a few times. So you never did enough to make him chuck it up. Yeah, he that's, was, he was, that's, he was that way was, too comfortable. You let him the, stand the on the goal game, line no and throw a I mean, fifty-yard pass for a ninety-two-yard well, touchdown. They acknowledged it. He got they they hit him twice. I think. Yeah, yeah it just wasn't. But enough you pressure. saw like mm-hmm. we think a pretty good quarterback in Carson Wentz get knocked around pretty and they, good, and they did bring pressure. And they bring, yeah, didn't they? I mean, they kind of like went rush, after him yeah. a few times, like and the, the rush, rush got there. Jalen yeah. blitzed some, uh, and they used him as an extra rusher at times, too. Yeah. yeah. They got I mean, there. they affected the game with their pressure. Can we hang our hat on that? I think they're capable of it. Yeah. Now, I guess it comes down to you trust your cornerbacks. Because if you're going to blitz, you're I trust, leaving them in single coverage. I trust Jordan Lewis a lot more than I trust Anthony Brown. I'm just going to – I don't – you know, maybe I'm not telling the, the, the world out there something that they already don't know. But I, 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 there's, to me, Anthony Brown does not just get his job back. You think Jordan's earned more snaps? I think Jordan's earned more snaps. Absolutely, I do. I think the way he plays, the toughness he brings out there, the way he competes, they need somebody with his attitude out there playing in that secondary. Byron Jones, Awuzie, fine. But put that, make sure that, that nickel has got to be a competitive SOB out there. You know, he's got to be a guy because they're going to carry you all over the field. You know, I you think, get a guy out there that's going to make plays. Give me that guy. I think uh, the coaches are, agree with you. You think so? I think I, you could see it in Jason yesterday in the press conference when he asked about Jordan Lewis. His but he eyes, always talks he, well he, about his players, but, but, Bill. But, but, no, 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 no. You could see his eyes light up about oh, okay. him. Okay. You know? Okay. Well, I hope and, you're right. And then you, and Jerry last week, he was the first guy he mentioned. That was before this past game. Yeah. He was talking about Jordan Lewis. Chris, you know, Chris Richard, and I know Richard likes the taller corners. That's yeah. the, he said last week the guy's a closer. There's not been one time he hasn't maximized his opportunities. So at some point, does yeah. it become more consistent with the snaps? Yeah. How about close? How about how about you know? Give me something I can hang my hat on. Jordan Lewis. You know, I know he's going to go out there and compete. You know, and and they're going to need it. You're going to need it. Some of these games. I mean, they, I got, they, you got you got quarterbacks coming up. They're going to throw it. 
That, that guy, Minnesota's throwing it well. The guy in Detroit, he's over 40,000 yards for a career. He's going to throw it. My guy I'm hanging my hat on is Ezekiel Elliott. I, yeah, yeah. Well, Rob was talking about the line. I think the line is kind of tied mm-hmm. in with Elliott. I mean, and it, I'll, I'll throw in Amari Cooper, too, when he's healthy. My goodness. You know, some mm-hmm. the, the routes, the consistency, I mean, he's he's yeah. outstanding. And so but he, yeah, Zeke. He, ta- he takes that passing game to another level, you know, with his game-breaker ability, you know. And, and and he's the main reason that Dex, I don't know what his yards per attempt are right now, but two weeks he ago. He was over were, eight in that game the other day. Yeah, and yeah. so he's around nine. Yeah. He's around tops yeah. in the league up yeah. there with Patrick Mahomes. But it's it's establishing that run and being committed to the run and with the with the way Zeke is running himself, how hard he's running. Are we too old school? Me, you, Bill, too old school about having to run the football, or the or the having to have that. Are we? I mean, I, and I get in an argument with the guys all the time about throwing the football. I do, and I'm I'm with you. I believe. I always say this in the show: when Dak Prescott's stats are 21 of 27 for. 240 yards, 250 yards. That interception was that was him being a little reckless on the play, which I don't think he was. I think he knew what he was doing. But I mean, but are we? Are we? You know, everybody's out there saying, "Oh, well, you can't." You know, you shouldn't. You should throw the ball all the time. I want to run the football. I want to run the football. Well, I think it's balance more than anything. Yeah, it's balance. Absolutely, it's balance. But why do people argue with you about that? I don't know. But you know what? Because and I, I've gotten this too on Twitter and stuff. The stat guys will tell you, well, just run the play action regardless of if the run game's run working and all that that stuff. I I'm sorry from my own eyes watching football my whole life. When you've got a running game that's cooking, it makes the rest of everything else work better. It, it just it does. And and he's also your best player. He's your best player. He set like to Bill's point. He set the t- as much as the defensive guy set the tone. Yeah. He did too, lowering his shoulder and knocking a guy to the ground on that first drive. I mean he's. He's still the engine for this thing, for me. Look, me too. we left training camp thinking this was a very talented team. Sure. And they went three games with weird stuff happening. It's still a very talented team. I don't think we were wrong mm-hmm. on what we saw with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. And and so I have I, – I, I just think if they play clean football – and don't have weird things happen in the middle of a game the way they did against Philadelphia. They're they're very good, and they can play. I know this schedule's good, right? Yeah. I know it's tough, mm-hmm. but they're good. They just got to play that way. You can't you can't turn the ball over. You can't get BS calls and think, okay, well we're good enough to make up for that stuff. They're not. Right. But they're good enough to win. They- if they play clean football, I think Jason spoke to that in the press conference. We've talked about how, and Dak said last week, makeable plays. We got to make these plays. Stop getting in our own way. Jason said he'll put plays up on the board to these guys and just say, "Look, that's us. That's us. We've done it before. Look, these high-level type plays. Go out and do it again and again and again and again. All that stuff. You know, it's it's just being. It's about being who you are. And sometimes teams force you to not be who you are too. I think you know the Saints. Beat them up front. You have to yeah. give. I mean, you have to give other teams credit. It's not constantly. Oh, it's just about us. Why we lost the game? Yeah. But I think they. Yeah. They're like Mickey said. They've been. There's been chunks of yardage in some of these losses where it's like, now how many? How did they only score that many points? You know. So yeah, they've left stuff on the field, no doubt. Talking about offensive approach, how did the Saints beat the Cowboys? 
they didn't make any mistakes, mm-hmm. and they they were really good up front defensively, like Rob right. said. Yeah. I right. felt like they, yeah, and they, then they running the ball, they matched the Cowboys running sure, the ball. Sure, I mean, they protected their quarterback. Mm-hmm. He didn't make any huge errors. Even he tried to and give they, you the game at the end, though, with that sack he took. But that it was the very end. Yeah, five straight games playing that way, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know? Carolina, basically the same thing too. These mm-hmm. teams that are finding a way to kind of protect their quarterback, but allow them to grow a little bit along the along the road. Yeah pretty easy to win any game with any quarterback if you only give up 10 points mm-hmm. yeah that's why if you're looking at this thing right now you can argue the patriots or you could argue the saints is the best team in the league right now because of what they've done without a hall of fame quarterback and camara last week i mean that's the cowboys lost a close game to my opinion the best team in the nfc right now right now we'll see what happens and see what these how these teams progress you know and the cowboys i don't think you're not buying yet. green bay um they're they're up there and their defense has been good too, but I'm I'm just so impressed with what the Saints have done without without Breeze. I mean it's it's just you know it's tremendous. Yeah, to win at Seattle, yeah. win against the Cowboys, yeah. go to go to Chicago and win. Yeah, but I yeah. I'm with Mickey too. I think the Cowboys still have another level they can get. I mean we the other night was proof of what they can be if they're if they put it together. I mean if you look at the rest of the schedule, and I know you said they'll win a game they shouldn't. Yeah, I only see one they shouldn't. New England. Yeah. At New England. I mean, should should they be good enough to go to Chicago and win? Can sure. you beat Minnesota yeah. at home? Yeah. yeah. You might be a little bit – yeah, your, your team ought to be able to travel if you know – if again, if it turns into an ugly, nasty game. You know, you never know going there. You never know going The problem there. is there's a string of all of those games. Yes, together. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's, you're about it's, to play an SEC schedule is yeah. what you're going to do. It's at Detroit. Yeah. At New England, then you got to play a short week on Thanksgiving, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo and then you got to go to Chicago. Yeah. Then you come that back was and play the, the Rams, and then you go at Philadelphia, right? Yeah. And and that was the stretch there that that was scary because you had to. That, that's the only not when you got Minnesota home prior away, to that. Yeah. Home yeah. away, home away, and then all of a sudden you're away, way short and away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then these games are going to come fast and furious when they get back here, as it does every November around here. All right, we continue with more Talking Cowboys in a moment. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the Stars' aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today 
at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues here on a Tuesday at the Star in Frisco. Join us November 9th on Tostitos Championship Plaza for the Salute to Service Plaza Party. Hmm. Enjoy live entertainment, military ceremonies, Dallas Cowboys alumni autographs, and more after the event. Festivities, the star will be hosting the top two Madden players as they face off in the EA Sports Madden NFL 20 Club Championship presented by Spire. Mick, how'd you finish in that tournament? Are they doing that on the field outdoors? It says on Tostitos Championship Plaza. Oh, my. They might be using the big screen. Yep. That'd be cool. Yeah, Yeah. I bet they are. Yeah. Yeah. A little complexity type action. Salute to service November 9th. There you go. What are we? Are we? Are, I guess we're here that weekend. Uh, November. Let's see. <laughs> no, no, that's the Minnesota. We that's play the Minnesota game, right? Yeah, it should be Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because uh, what is, uh, Giants is a Monday night game. You got the date on the Giants game? Is that like the fourth? November. That would be third. the fourth. Third. The fourth. fourth. And oh, so it's fourth. That, it's so that is night. Saturday, yeah. November 9th, Is that Tostitos Championship Plaza salute of, to service, which is the day before <laughs> the day before the Sunday night game against Minnesota, which is the next home game. There you so go. they got to play like get back at four thirty in the morning on Tuesday and play Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a short week. But it's a night game. Give you a little little time. Which gets back to these games are going to come fast and furious. Yes. Yes. They are. So, there you have that fast and furious? You got, there's many like that. Few of them. You've got a Monday game at the Giants, home against Minnesota, at Detroit, at New England, Thanksgiving, Buffalo, and then on Thursday after that. So, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six games between November 4th and December 5th. Brian always says we're going to wake up and it's going to be Thanksgiving morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. And if, you, here. if you're going to end that on, uh, it's five games in 25 days. There you go. Leading up to Thanksgiving. Mm. Five and 25. Five and 25. And a normal spread would be five and 35? I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, seven it's times five, five is 35. There you right? go. Yeah. They're used to it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Thanksgiving every stretch year. every That's year. That's right. Yep. Now, I guess the one of the different you got three road games in there. So, yeah. and then and well, three out of four from Sunday, November seventeenth to Thursday, December fifth, are on the road at Detroit, at New England, home Buffalo, at Chicago. How many days That's is a that? Tough stretch there. You're going to confuse me because you we're dealing with the change in the month there. You lost when we came back from so break. That's thirteen <laughs> plus five. That's four games in eighteen days. Yeah. So there you go. All right. When you uh, we're talking about what? In fact, right now we've already played college season. Sure. Okay. We're 11 games into this thing now, basically mm-hmm. a college season. And if this team is going to go where they want to go, yes, which is to Miami in Super February. Bowl Super Bowl, yep. Bill, right. the road to right. Super Bowl started again. That's right. <laughs> there's 13. Well, there's 12 or 13 games left. Probably 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's 
with your four and three start, it's probably 13 games till then. So you got a whole college season to go. Who does the offense or the defense need to be see the most improvement coming forward in the next 13 games? Which needs the most improvement? Yeah. Which which is which is the calling card? Defense. Which is going to if one is going to be over the other, that's oh, going to get them there. I just, to me, they've got to play better defensively. I think you know, and and the, Mickey brought up about what happened with the Jets and the lack of pressure. And you saw pressure last week. Can they sustain the pressure? Can they continue to do things in the secondary? Can they continue to create turnovers? I think that was something you know that you wish you could say, oh, I'd love to hang my hat on more turnovers every week, but you, I don't think you can do that. But I, I, I think this defense, I, I, I am more nervous about this defense than I am the offense, especially with what Rob said, the offensive line, you know, their health. Hopefully things will work out there. But I think the quarterback's playing fine. The running back's fine. You know, they've got so many weapons. They can put up points. If they don't hurt themselves with turnovers and penalties, they're they're just fine there. It's defensively that I worry about people making plays and, on them. And where has that changed from the beginning of the season for you? Well, again, I've seen I've seen him play sixty minutes with the Saints and hang in there. You know, deserve to win that game. And then I've seen other things happen. You know, they they got run on against the Packers a little bit. Uh, you know, I, the, and then they let a, a quarterback coming off of a sickness beat them. You know, those are those are things that bother you. You just there's you just don't see any real consistency there. Is it? You know, we went from last week. Remember, we were just like, oh, the run defense has got to get better. Well, then we went from run defense to, well, the pass rush has to be better. Well, the pass rush got a little bit better. But I just I don't know if the consistency – I think there's more consistency on offense than there is on defense. And that's what, that's what makes me nervous about the second half of, well, the, of the season. I mean, if you look at it, two of the three losses, they gave up 58 points. Yeah. You know, you can, you know okay, they scored 24 against Green Bay. Sometimes 24 right. has got to be enough to win. Right. Right? Um. You know, the Jets, 22, they would have had 23. They could have had 26. But you gave up 24 to the Jets. Yeah. I don't know why I can't get over that. You can't, I was just, you can't no, get over that passer rating no, last night. You know what? You you asked me, did you watch the the entire game? I, no, I gave up because I could see it was 26 to nothing or whatever it was mm-hmm. at that one point. And it was like, golly. Well, hopefully they do. Like I said, they get a win they're probably not supposed to get. It's one of those. Again, Mickey said he feels like they could go through to New England. You know, who knows? If you if you kind of got things humming along and offensively, I think I think to beat the Patriots, you're going to have to be more in this captain obvious here but i think you're gonna the teams that have given them problems in the past have just come into the game and been more physical than them they have been more physical with their receivers they've run the football on them you know they've affected tom brady and the way he's thrown the football so yeah it's tough to win games up there but you just have to be when you play them they 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 play a different style they're going to adapt to you like i said but you have to be a lot more physical than than they are to win that game and we've seen it when the Giants beat them in Super Bowls. It was what happened. The Giants' front seven got after them. Didn't have to blitz. Didn't have, Brady yeah. had grass stains. You looked at the back of his yeah. uniform. He had grass stains on it. When you affect him, you affect the way that they play. And, and so that's and that maybe that's the game that all of a sudden you kind of put everything together for one weekend, and it and it and it just all works out for you. And to your point about this defense, 
they were super physical the other night. Yeah. From from the jump, you yeah. know, the, the forced turnovers early on. They got after the Eagles offensive line, who I think is a pretty good offensive line. Yeah, good offensive yeah. line. Yeah. And and you know And it wasn't them just taking advantage of the left tackle either. No, I mean they did. No. No. Quinn they did took, have they success, took they took advantage of the right tackle. Right. They yeah. did. Lane Johnson had had a poor game. Leighton Vanderesh getting in the backfield and making plays, tackles for losses. We talked about plays that. Yeah. We talked about. I mean, that was very much like we saw this defense pretty consistently last year play. And that again, that, that kind of what Mickey said. Like we've we've seen it. We know what they can be. That's the level they can get to. And if they play at that level, they really can hang with anybody in this league. I, I truly believe that. But it's it's been about consistency so far this year, on on multiple sides of the ball. I, I mean, don't you think this offense can? Score on anybody? I do. I do. I really yeah, do. When yeah, when they're healthy, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you saw Tyron Smith out there, probably at eighty yeah. percent, playing the game, and you know, and, and you know, he, he he Lyle Collins for you know, it's one of those. It remind me of the like the, you know, the Willis Reed game. You know, the I mean, you know, here's a guy with a big old huge brace on going out there and playing. No, Willis Reed didn't finish the game in that against the Knicks that time, but <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you get my idea. He's yeah. out there playing hurt. He did. He's out there, yep. and you know, sometimes these guys when they when they're hurt, they go out there and play at an even higher level. And I think that's to me where this team is capable of playing. And I hate saying that because I think you could see it every week. I think you could see them play the type of game. Now, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles are trash, you know. But I, not, I mean, I, I'm evaluating Fletcher Cox. Does he look the same? No. But you know what? Zach Martin and, and Connor Williams and Travis Frederick did a hell of a job of blocking the inside. You know, okay, well, how about Brandon Graham? Well, I think Brandon Graham's a pretty damn good player. Well, Lyle Collins just eliminated him completely from this game, you know. I feel like, though, that that tight end's a pretty good, you know, got a couple of good tight ends. Eh, tight ends didn't kill him in this football nope. game. They're capable of doing this, but th- this defense, like I said, the word consistency keeps popping into my head because you see that, and just when you want to say, "Oh man, they got this pass rush going again," Van Der Esch with a tackle for loss, Jalen Smith looks good. Moving they're howling. Around. They're yeah. doing. They're doing great. Then all of a sudden, they go out there and they play a game like they did against the Jets, where they're giving up big plays and chunk plays and explosive plays, and they're losing a football game. And then the fans are howling. Yeah, <laughs> they're always howling. Although the mail, they, the mailbag has been a little less full this week. Well, There's less to complain about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the way it works. Am I wrong though? I mean, I no, mean, no, as far defense, 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 defense. I mean, it, it, the kickers kind of said, "Ah, shut the hell up, Broadus. We don't need to replace me." You know, I mean, he, I, I still, I still, maybe well, I just don't get so close. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's sixty-three key. yards. <clears throat> think about that, Tom it's, Dempsey yardage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? And I had this answer question, and I went back and looked because somebody was worried about. Well, what if he comes up short? Who's gonna, who's gonna tackle the returner? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who's the designated the only, tackler on that? The unit? only offensive guy, I mean, a non-lineman out there mm-hmm. was Witten. Yeah. The holder yeah. and the kicker, yeah. But here's what I noticed, and I don't. And tell me if this happens because I didn't, I don't think I've seen it before. On the kick, six of those offensive sprinting. linemen were sprinting, sprinting down the field. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They were sprinting. Mickey's right. I've it, never seen that before. Yeah, it was one of those things where obviously Keith O'Quinn and them had told mm-hmm. this, the group, "Okay, listen, we're going to try this, but you guys have got to cover and you got to fan out." 
You can't know, have an Auburn yeah, Alabama. Yeah, one finish. hand grenade can't get you all. You know, you got to yeah. have you got to be fanned out there and then and, and tackling and hope you can make the play. Uh, they were Mickey's right though. They were all in the sprint to try and make sure that thing got home. It looked like the charge of the heavy brigade <laughs> <laughs> lumbering downfield. I still don't understand why they didn't just all come up with a all out block on that. You know, I, team, that's, that teams, seems like teams need to figure that out. That this guy can make kicks from sixty something yards. You might want to rush him a little it's been bit. Three of them now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll explore what the Cowboys need to accomplish this week, leading up to the Giants game next week and the trade deadline mm. a week from today. When talking Cowboys continues in a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. How about a little goodwill towards men? Go to Jack Black just in time for a little pre-holiday shopping. Our complete guide to holiday cheer for all the Jack Black men in your life. And the one I think you ought to keep an eye on is the Balm Squad. It's always there to rescue you. Three intense therapy lip balms, flavors with mint and shea butter. (laughs) 
<laughs> along with Asian pear and black cherry, just for broadus. Shop now and get jackblack.com. Who writes this stuff? You do. Yeah. No, it's Don't here. That's on it off it's from just for broadus and the marketing materials? Yes. Uh-huh. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's, for, that's for mixed shots right there. <laughs> well, you have to talk to Mickey. Natural mint and shea butter with Asian pear and black cherry. I'm all about mm. that, Mick. You know me. All right. Join us at another official Dallas Cowboys watch party presented by AT&T on Sunday, November 24th. Enjoy a festive game day atmosphere on Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco as the Dallas Cowboys defeat the New England Patriots. There you go. That's the game. There you go. Parking are free. Visit thestarinfrisco.com for details. Brian Broaddus has already called that. He called a shot. He said that the Cowboys are going to win a game we don't expect them to win, or go. people don't expect them to go. win. Mickey decided that's the only game on the schedule that Mickey, that, or that <laughs> the Cowboys. Thinking, I was thinking a cool day in be. Chicago, maybe, but okay. <laughs> so we're calling Pre-ordained. it. So there it is, the Dallas Cowboys watch party to watch the Cowboys beat yeah. the Patriots and See, ruin their perfect right season. There. Come out, come out, have those dads throw those nine routes to those five-year-olds and bounce the ball right off the back of me and Lindsey. Come on out. <laughs> there you go. God. Would you rather the Cowboys win there or beat them in the Super Bowl, though? Oh, Super Bowl Bill, I there think, you yeah, you want the Super, Super Bowl win. Bill. Maybe if you don't win that there. That could be your Super Bowl preview right there. You might not since, get there. Since Kansas City lost Patrick Mahomes. He'll be back. He will be back. Yeah. Yep, Quicker than ever. Yes, he will. All right, Joshua Crisp on Twitter says, Love the show, gentlemen. Thank you. My question is, do you see the Cowboys make any trades or moves in this bye week? Thanks. You got, you yeah. got what, 10 days? Yeah. Oh, you got a, a, a week, you got a week one before week. the trade deadline. Next Tuesday, 3 o'clock. I would try and trade Anthony Brown for something, me personally. If you know he's not going to be here next year, and if you feel good about, and I know this goes against what Mickey says because you need all these corners, and Mickey's not wrong about that. But if you, if in fact, if it helps Jordan Lewis get to play more, I would think about it. But I don't think that Chris Richard would do that. But maybe you know you could go player for player. Maybe one of these teams have given up on you know that second half of but, the season. But a team that's given up on the second half yeah. isn't looking for an Anthony Brown. No, but I mean, if if contract. you're if you know, I'm trying to think of player for player without having to give, give up, up a pick, without giving up a pick. But I think there's also too there was there's a risk that you almost have to take a gamble to get a quality player. You have to give up something of quality. And if you're the Cowboys, maybe you feel like well, if we could get this thing turned around. You know, it's four and three, win the division. Maybe your picks in the late twenties. Like last year, you know that they made that Amari Cooper trade. That thing was in the, in the teens. That thing was in the top ten at one time, and then it ended up being twenty seven. And I, there's no wide receiver on the board in that draft last year that went that was better than Amari Cooper. And yeah, Coach Gurdon probably thought he was getting a higher pick at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think he got his running back out of that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he got his running back to the kid from Alabama. But uh, what can I get for a fourth or a fifth? Yeah, there you go. I mean, it might even take a third, but I mean, I... I How about I, a backup three technique? Because Stephen Jones has been asked about this, and I think he said something like, yeah. on the fan, it's they don't foresee like a sell-the-farm type deal, like a Cooper, which, you yeah. know, that, that one, that's a, to me, that's a generational type trade, because that was an unusual circumstance. Coach Gruden in Oakland, they're starting over. 
you know, that doesn't really present itself too often. They don't, and this team doesn't love parting with first round draft picks. So I no, they don't. See, but the thing with but, the Cal- but look what it did though to help it, your it, team. It, it's, yeah, it was right. incredible. It's yeah, been incredible. It, it turned your team around. It turned your quarterback around. You you helped your quarterback immensely with that trade. You know, but it's so hard now, especially if you're trading for quality players. What Jacksonville got for Ramsey makes it so hard if you said, oh, hey, well, and I'm just throwing a name out there. If you asked, went up to the Jets and asked them for Jamal Adams, you know, we, we'd heard some whispers about, oh, well, you know, this and that. But now with the, with, you know, someone saying, well, we got two ones and a, got two ones and a three or two runs and a four. That's a sell the farm kind yeah, of Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of those things where it makes it hard to, to, for a team if they want to give up a quality player. Okay, let's talk about this then. And I got we got the draft show tomorrow at three. By the way, oh, okay. Tom Siskowski is our new uh, co-host on that. Oh by the wow, way. That'd nice, be great. Um, so about uh, time somebody got them working again. Well, <laughs> I, I about to say about some time to get them made the show better is what you're. I thought you were <laughs> no, say. no, no. But uh, but but is there is there a position? Mickey threw out there the three technique. Is is that is that the is that the best we can do? You think the three technique? A little I mean, extra beef inside. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree See, with him on that. And I'm you also, know, and, and Malik Collins had his probably best game. Yeah, and his right? contracts up too. But next I'm, year, I'm by looking the way. at at positions where okay, what if you lose a guy, and and well then how yeah, important a position is, uh, and where you are setting yourself your up. Offensive tackle. Maybe. I was it, it, well, just gonna say it. Yeah, tackle. I didn't want to interrupt Bill. Yeah, well, like we're doing now. Right. <laughs> But what got me thinking about it was Quinn's rib injury the other day, sure. which turns out it's not serious. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's How about serious. an edge rusher? Yeah. You know, just yeah. An, an extra one that you can who's, – who's playing because you're rotating those guys anyway. Right. I mean, you've get, lost Tyrone Crawford, who is, who's going to be yeah. an essential part of this team yeah. who can go – who could play inside or outside on the defensive right. line. I'm looking for someone to replace Tyrone Crawford. Basically, that's yeah. Hyder right now. Hyder's the guy that can right. play any position okay, for went, you on the line. He's done a nice job. But the idea was we we're going to have Kerry Hyder and Tyrone Crawford, so we still need, need to another replace guy. Crawford. Okay. Yeah. I like so. Mickey's three technique, though. I do yeah, something I like inside. I like too. more tackle, but either tackle, offensive tackle or defensive. Tackle. All right, that's the homework assignment for tomorrow. Let's we're get going them. to come What's up that? with players, players, players. That's to, to acquire in the next week. We'll talk about the draft show too. There you go. All right, talk to you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?